Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Playbook by Grace. Today, I have an episode that I am so excited to share with y'all. My friend Will Hunter of the band Pacific hopped on to talk about life, music, and what it means to trust God through the uncertain times in life. Uh, So Will, how are you doing, man? It's good to see you. Yo, Coop, it's good to see you, man. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Um... Well, it's, it hasn't been that long since I've seen you um, in concert. So this I haven't talked to you in a while, but like yeah. I've seen you perform pretty right. relatively recently, I would say. What, like two or three weeks? Two yeah, yeah, weeks? that's right. I know it feels like longer, but it it's only two or three weeks. It really does. Time is completely relative at this point, and I've just come to accept it, and I've been completely fine with it. So, um, but... You're an you're an engaged man now, aren't you? That's right, dude. I got engaged uh, about two months ago, or I guess yeah. whenever February was, late February. So, congratulations! A wedding for later in the year. Yeah, thanks yeah. so much. Yeah, me too. So look at us. All, I know. All out here engaged in the world. Um, I know, bro. It's a life is moving a mile a minute, but it's an exciting, uh, exciting time. I know a couple less bachelors in the world. A couple less bachelors in the world. Uh, and we'll get we'll get to like, that in a little bit because uh, I, we talked about um, I swear I'll never leave you, um, but um, we'll get into your music in a little bit. Um, but I guess first I just kind of want to start because obviously like there's uh, more to the band than just you, but the other guys couldn't make it today. Um, so like I just kind of want to start uh, start by asking like how did the band start? Like where? Where was the uh, Pacific inception? Where did that come from? Yeah, man, it's it's a fun story. Uh, Pacific as a kind of an entity started in 2017. Um, I was coming to the end of college at Belmont University and uh, had always dreamed of being in a band, but just kind of never met the right people to do it. And I was also on the fence about whether this was what I really wanted to do. And my last semester of college, I had a few songs written and was like, you know, I just need to record something and like put it out there. And so I recorded those songs and released it as an EP and didn't really want to be the Will Hunter show. So I named it Pacific and kind of inspired by a lot of my musical heroes, like Switchfoot and Incubus and like Young the Giant, all of which are from California. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, were like some high school influences of mine. And uh, I grew up in Texas, so there wasn't like an ocean out there and not near me. In Texas. What's up? Where'd you grow up in Texas? I grew up in Tyler, Texas. Okay, gotcha. You know that is? Yeah, no, I'm from, I'm, uh, I'm from Houston. We've talked about this before. So I... Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I just kind of, I guess with the Belmont, I just kind of assumed you were out in Tennessee, but I guess not Texas. Yeah, no, like, I, I moved here like seven years ago and uh, for college basically. And I had some family out here too, but uh, yeah, started it basically with some songs and then released them, played a couple shows around Nashville and friends would just fill in and play at those shows with me. And then Corey was one of those friends that, was just gigging and uh, ended up sticking around and being a part of this thing for the long haul. And then uh, I met Nick later in 2018 
uh, because a drummer fell through on some shows and I, we just had a mutual friend that connected us and ended up being friends really quickly. And uh, he's been around ever since. That's awesome. It's, it's weird how, like, I feel like, especially in music, but not just in music in life, like the weird connections that just somehow pop up. Yeah. It, it just works out. And like, I guess that's just one of, it's just one of those God things where like you, once you kind of trust how it, it's going to play out how it's supposed to, then like, that's when things really start to fall into place. And I feel like that, that, yes, that's exactly what happened to y'all. <laughs> yeah. I know. I wanted something really organic and I, it didn't feel very organic when it started. And then all of a sudden it was, it just happened organically. And uh, it's cool to look back and see the, the divine hand in all of it. Yeah. That is super weird because normally when bands start, like correct me if I'm wrong, most of them have like the, the members in place, but you picked them up along, along the ride, which I think is yeah. pretty funny. Um, for sure. A lot of bands I hear will like, they were friends first and then they just started to play music together. But for us, it was music first. And then our friendships happened on the road together. Yeah. But I mean, it still worked out either way, good friendships and great music either, either way. It doesn't matter if it's forwards or backwards. Absolutely. Um, so especially I guess in the Nashville like area, um, there's a, there's a lot of music out there. There's a lot of musicians. There's a lot of, bands artists like there there's a lot happening so I, I can assume it's probably pretty hard to like differentiate yourself from like everybody else in the fold um so like throughout this process of making music and forming a band and going on tour and like try especially as like an independent artist like um where do you think through this process that like your faith in both like God and as, as well as the band has been tested the most like mm. where is there ever been like a point where like I don't want to say like a tipping point for the band but like was there ever a point where you'd really just like ask yourself like is this gonna work like are we gonna are we gonna get where we want to go yeah I mean I mean what a question I I feel like there's not a critical moment of faith it's a it's a long haul it's it's faith all the time it's uh like e even the last few months like for one we went through covid which was a crazy thing and then but even after that like things are not as they used to be but they're kind of normal now and even still there are things that require a lot of faith um i have no idea what we're getting into starting this band it's not at all what i thought it would be when i started it and uh, i feel like i'm in that place month by month, year after year, I'm like, man, it's a totally new climate out there. And what does, why, why are we making music? You know, there's so many people who are really good at music and really like smart, really creative people. So what do we have to contribute? And uh, yeah, all, all these questions are big faith questions for me too, because I don't know, from, my, from the time I was a kid, I felt this dream on my heart. And uh, you can sometimes feel like, especially when you face opposition or disappointment, that you just made up the story the whole time. And you're like, uh, I, what you thought was God talking to you, you're like, was I making that up? Mm, uh, mm -hmm. Like, yeah. am I crazy? Uh, is this going to fail? And I'm just going to settle, you know, which is, 
I don't know that I felt a lot like Abraham and like Joseph and some of these story people in the Bible about uh, like Abraham was, it says he was as good as dead. He was so old. Like he, um, you know, was infertile. His wife, his wife was infertile and starts like, there's this moment where he like takes control of his own destiny a little bit and tries like he and Hagar do the thing. And, uh, God's like, that wasn't what I meant. Like I meant what I said. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I feel like we're at that point all the time, you know, it's like, are we gonna just be like, maybe God didn't mean it the way we thought he did. And Mm -hmm. we're just going to take this in our own hands or, uh, do we hold out for the promise, what we think he's promised us? That's good. Um, I'm pretty sure I've said this on the podcast before. And if I haven't, great. If I have, um, for those listening, you're going to hear it again. Um, but I just, when you said that, it just brought me back to like, it was one of my first core memories of like being a Christian. And like my, it was like my first like core memory, like sermon moment, like sitting in a church and hearing this and being like, I know exactly what that feels like is I honestly, it's been so many years. I can't remember the name of the pastor, but he, gave us this analogy where it was like you need to have your faith and like just your life in an in an open palm instead of a closed fist because like whenever you have this really great idea that you think you have in a closed fist and you hold it exactly how you want it God's gonna have to pry your hand open and like change it the way he wants to see it anyways yeah. So like, and it's going to be painful. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be um, not what you expected at all. And it's going to cause tension between your relationship with God and yourself. But like, if you have like, whether it's your job or your band or like just anything, like when you have it with your hands open like that, like God can just kind of like, you know, pick at it and tinker exactly how he wants to. And it's painless and it's great. So, but like everybody wants to hold it with that closed fist because we all have this, like this, idea of what we think our lives should be like instead of like you know living for what we're supposed to be living for and I think that that's a, the what you just brought up was a really good like example of that and that yeah I like where y'all are I like where the perspective is yeah man and that, that brings up a really interesting thing I've been wrestling with recently which is like does God want it is the things deep inside of us that we war with in the like in discerning his plan mm-hmm. how far do we push um because the more i see like the people jesus interacted with in the scriptures he likes the he heals the people he respects the people and like praises the people who are the ones that had crazy kind of like loud bold faith to where that like me and my brother were talking about the the friends that ripped open someone's roof to drop their friend through. You know, they didn't just say, like, God made you paralyzed, that good for you. Like, you're not worse because of it. Like, just embrace what God has for you. They said, yo, you, no way does God want you to be paralyzed. Like, and we're going to rip open someone's house to get to this guy who I've heard could maybe heal you, you know? And so there's like this element of, fighting for it contending for it if you really believe god has put something in your life Uh just because it isn't coming easily doesn't mean he doesn't want it maybe he wants you to have faith and really Uh fight for it like the 
the there's something about the confidence you gain like whenever you still you're like no i know you said this and i'm just going to hit it even if it's rejection 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 and i mean that's that's awesome and i think that when it comes to god uh wanting something for your life versus not wanting something and from at least from my perspective is that the door or window or whatever analogy you want to use like even if it's still open a crack like that it's still like god might still have something there for your life like if it's something that that he doesn't have designed for you and it's very clearly like something of your own soul and your own self then at some point or other that door is going to be slammed shut like god is going to be like this is not where you're supposed to go this is not where i was am leading you but like just like you said like even if that door is cracked just a little bit or if it's wide open god's going to continue to open those doors like Mm. if that's if it's a if that part of your story is what's supposed to happen, then those doors are going to keep opening. It just may not be right when you walk up to the door, you know, like it's, um, there's that story about, uh, the widow who like, like needs to be reproved by the judge or whatever that Jesus tells. And she like knocks on the door. She like, literally he says, God will answer her prayer. Not even because what she's asking for is like, the greatest thing but because of the persistence in which she's asking he mm-hmm. would give it to her and uh i think god wishes more people were like that to him mm-hmm. like trust him enough that he actually does want to give you what you want like and, and contend for it like ask him for it show up knock on the door till your hands bleed like go for it yeah like and that comes from just like at least for me uh, growing up, I always re- realized when it was not too late, but like when I was in depth in the process that like, I was only talking to God about things when they didn't, when they went wrong or they didn't go my way. I didn't talk to him at all. when I thought the process was going well, that never mm. happened. And, um, because I thought like, Oh, like, look at me at like, I'm figuring it out. Like I'm doing all these great things, whether it's like school or relationships or friendships or like whatever all of every time everything was going fantastic like that's when the bible would close but when things were going wrong that's when the bible would open and i would sit there and i'd be like what am i doing like the like the religion isn't just that in christianity isn't about a relationship when things are going bad you know what i mean that's just like a um i mean it's kind of like a parking meter like you only put put effort and something into it when like things are going like when the time's about to run out or things are going wrong. Like that's like, that's not a relationship. That's just a, that's just a, um, like a genie in a bottle. Exactly. Like that's not what Christianity is exactly. Um, mm. and I think like, like it's really important to remember that because like that genie relationship is not what God wants for you. He wants that. He wants a relationship. It's like, cause like you're his creation. So obviously like he would like to speak with you more than like, it's kind of like when, you talk to your parent, like kids who talk to their parents only when they need something. Like when you walk up to your mom and you're like, Hey mom, you know, I love you so much. And she's like, what do you want? Like, that's not what that, that's not what a relationship is supposed to be like. Yeah. And, no word. Um, but yeah, you kind of touched this on this already, but like, uh, whether it was, you said young, the giant or, um, what 
or my, do you say? Yeah, Twitch for Incubus. Twitch for, yeah. I, <laughs> when I was 10 years old, I think I was like nine or 10. It's funny you mentioned Switch Foot. Like I played baseball up until I was in, uh, pretty far into high school. And Switch Foot was my walk-up song when I was like 10 years old. Like one of their, one of their old, um, oh gosh, what was it? I want to say it was like Dark Horses or something really, yeah. like really edgy, you know? Yeah. Um, Let's go. My... <laughs> my fiance said, Oh, so you were like an emo baseball player. I was like, no, 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 no. Let's not, let's not go down that road. Oh yeah. Yeah. But just, uh, yeah, you need the, the energy, you know, exactly. Yeah. It's, it gets you, it gets you hyped up. It gets you going. Uh, but especially being in, I guess, like music, literally music city as for the United States. I mean, good music comes from everywhere, everywhere, but yeah, in Nashville, that's like the hub. So like, did you like grow? Uh, did you have any influences grow like while in your time in Nashville? Like, did new influences come up, or like, did how many of the people that you saw came to Nashville, or like, did you look up came to Nashville? Like, I guess, like, how big of an influence was that city on your career, like, up to now? Yeah, man, Nashville has been awesome to be in. I've been here, you know, long enough to it's really become my home, and it it has changed like everything, but not in maybe the ways I would have expected, like we were talking mm-hmm. about. Um, you know, a lot of bands that are kind of popping off even right now uh, have roots at Belmont, which is kind of cool. Um, I think like Laney and Coin um, have like direct ties to, to Belmont and being students there for writing their first songs there. And uh, it, that, that was cool to see, see like, um, and I would say it as a joke, but like most of the people I know that studied music in college end up not doing music, but then those who study something else end up being like the actual successful bands and stuff. Um, and like, those are kind of an example of that. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it just influenced a lot, mainly to see just the work ethic of this town is pretty crazy. Um, and in general, it's a much more supportive town than I think in LA or in New York, it, it just in terms of like, there definitely is people that are too cool for school uh, to talk to you and help you out. But in general, it's like very collaborative, very, everyone's trying to help each other out. And there, there are a lot of like smaller groups and like societies you can join to help underground music here um, that work with also the biggest names in the game. Like, I have a friend who's a videographer who designed a video for Lil Nas uh, recently. And it's just like, that's so weird. All these connections in this world. One of my other friends I had coffee with today is now good friends with One Direction's old drummer. You know, it's like really funny, the random things that happen when you're in this town. And everyone, you learn that everyone's just people. You know, they're just trying to make decisions like business decisions and relational decisions. And uh, so it gave me just a good perspective on what I'm getting into in the music industry. Uh, It's not like this flowery, like, oh my gosh, your dreams are all coming true. Your life's amazing now thing. It's just, uh, you know, people that work really hard, that are really strategic, that they are talented as well. Uh, Just kind of like any other business that you'd be in. And that that was kind of grounding for me, I think. Uh Uh, But yeah, I, I love love being here. I think it'd be hard to leave because 
I would lose some of the ear to the ground, some of the like hearing what people are talking about and what's going on in the industry at the time, because it's changing all the time. Oh, for sure. And I think, I just think it's crazy. Like um, that for the most part, a lot of people associate Nashville with like country music and um, for good reason, obviously. Um, But with the genre that y'all play in, like the indie alt pop, like that little ball of um, music, like there's so many bands that have come from, not just Nashville, but the state itself. Cause you got, like you said, like Laney and y'all and stuff from Nashville, then like, I'm pretty sure isn't, uh, isn't nightly from the, like the yeah. area as well. And then like the band Camino up in, in Memphis and like, it's crazy how they many live people. here now too. Yeah. It's oh, crazy. and they live, all right, great. They live in Nashville. Everyone, everyone moves here for sure. I, I just think that's, a, that's crazy that like so many people associate the city with one genre, but like the whole, the city itself is just kind of like a cultivation of, everything which i think is really really cool yes definitely um, and everybody yeah. that everybody that goes speaks the world of the city like they say it's the coolest place in the world and yeah man it's, it's changing a lot like i mean it's getting more expensive for one but like <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of california people coming here a lot of uh because it's kind of like you get that culture and that opportunity but it's right now a little cheaper a little more homey um so it might change in the next five, 10 years. Mm-hmm. But at this point, it does feel very, uh, like country music is becoming, it's still very much a thing here. We have like Broadway and um, CMA Fest and, you know, tons of opportunity for country. But even the lines within country as a genre are blurring with pop nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's not a lot of the writers of country write for all genres too. And uh it just is all bleeding together into this one kind of melting pot and you just so it, it's also popping off for pop and alternative bands like us and uh yeah it's cool because it means that i don't know there's a lot of opportunity to meet people and even last night i went to a show that's like in a hotel that has a venue inside the hotel and uh heard of some cool artists and bands that i'd never heard of before but they're like the band that they actually play in for king and country the christian band on the road, but they have this like side gig that they like come home when they play for fun so that's so cool uh, yeah it's, it's such yeah. a cool little town you know i love the the aspect that you'll, you talk about of like everybody supporting each other and just being like this like um just everybody's kind of a cheerleader for everybody else instead of it being because I mean, I'm not a musician, um, obviously, like, nobody wants to hear me play anything, I don't have a beat, I don't have a, a beat to save my life, like, I don't have it, no, 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 um, but it's just, like, from the outside looking in, like, you always assume that it's, oh, it's super cutthroat and scary, and, like, all of it, what, I mean, most industries, whether it's music or sports, or, like, most industries are, like, it is kind of cutthroat, but, like, and it seems like, especially where y'all are at like it's a pretty unique position to where like yes everybody wants to succeed but also everybody wants to see everybody else succeed too which i think is cool yeah um, but just kind of continuing continuing on um we talked about um you getting engaged recently and it seems like a lot of the band um is also kind of in the same boat um and when it comes to being in a band obviously like 
I know y'all are playing a, uh, playing a festival in Mississippi pretty that's soon right. in Jackson. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. I mean, that's super exciting, um, and it kind of yeah. brings it kind of brings me to my point uh, of like, especially now that y'all are getting more and more popular, and like the music is growing, and the streams are growing, and the opportunities are growing. Y'all are on the road more, and y'all are all over the place. And I don't think that's like a new thing for y'all because y'all have. Um, I mean, we met through a music festival that I helped put together a couple of years ago, and that's in Oklahoma. So Nashville to Oklahoma and Oklahoma, or Nashville to Mississippi and Texas and all this, like you're on the road a lot. So yeah. like, how do you balance those relationships of like, especially taking the next step into marriage? Like how um, like do you set up like boundaries for yourself, like to make sure that you're putting as much effort into your relationships and friendships as you are in the music, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I feel like we're, we've been in a unique position so far and part, part of it is that there's still a little bit of a disconnect between what, even how much we want to be on the road and how much we've gotten to be on the road. So most of the stuff we've done is, you know, max like five days out and then mm-hmm. we'll go back. So, you know, it, it makes it a lot easier to keep in touch. Like I still have really close friendships here in right. Nashville that I get to see every week. My my brothers live here. I get to hang out with them every week. Um, and even with, yeah, my now fiance, it it makes it uh, easy to just like stay in touch. But I imagine someday, like we're hoping to land on a tour with bigger artists uh, as the like year and the years play out. And- Is that a know, hint? And- we got a hint coming up soon? <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I wish yeah no not right now <laughs> nothing on the horizon right now uh, we are doing some headlining stuff this fall though that will be super fun um but so yeah what well, it may change who knows like right now we it's been a gift to like be able to stay so close to the people here but um we like I especially like to be on the road a lot because uh, it feels like you're you're just doing something you know you're you're really going for it mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah yeah um no that's that's awesome like the fact that you you're able to keep all that together and stuff like that and um not really feel as of now too much pressure um from yeah. that and um i think that's a real blessing for y'all yes um yeah uh just kind of um as we approach the end I'd like to wrap up um just a couple more questions for you Sure. Uh, so like what's the hardest part of writing new music like because I mean as a creative myself I know that like it's hard um to come up with new things all the time because you feel like you, you have to to crank out all these great things but it, it's creativity it doesn't just show up so mm-hmm. like um what's the hardest part and like how do you like foster like that creativity slash like get inspiration and stuff like that like where does it come from yeah, there's a phrase that always comes to mind that says the muse uh, loves the working stiff. And it's like this idea that people think creativity is like this spur of the moment. Oh my gosh, I was just in the shower and it hit me. But really, it's like just showing up for a job. You know, you're going to be more creative the more you show up to be creative. And mm, that's good. Um, like for me, it's become such a, I've developed a discipline of it. So I, I write songs constantly. So my brain's always churning. And so inspiration shows up more often because you're always thinking about it, always working on something. Like I'm always like, oh, I need like a pre-chorus here for this. And then 
I sit down to do it and I'm like, I kind of already know where I'm trying to get, take something because it's just like, you know, a spreadsheet at work or something. You're like, I know what I need to get done next. It's a little bit like that, but you just get to be, it's like that, but with chords and melodies, you know? Um, no, I feel the same way. Just like, um, and I feel like when it, when it comes to that kind of stuff, like it doesn't all flow at the same time on the same project. You know what I mean? Like that um, I'll have an idea for this one sitting over here. And then like, I, I'm like, oh, I could pull this and bring it over here. So like exactly. it all gets done eventually. Just not like, it's not a very strict, like A, B, C. It's just more like one A, one C. Like it's all, yeah. it's all over the place. Totally right. That's exactly. And some come really fast. Some mm-hmm. take years to finish. Cause you're like, I've had, I love this chorus, but I just don't really, I'm not inspired to do the rest of it right now. And or if I do have something, it's not as good as I think it should be. So it works in progress for sure. Then other stuff, it like comes in 30 minutes and like, you're like, I think we're going to record it. The, and best. Get to it. the best feeling. It's I the know. best. Like when you know you have something great and yeah. um, no, I love that feeling so much and it doesn't come often, but when it does, it's a, it's a rare treat. It's a, it's rare. It is. But it is. It's good. Um, and I guess just to kind of wrap up and well, I'll let you kind of uh, plug anything you want after this, but like, is there anything that you or the band knowing what you know now, a couple of years in of like being a true like band together and also as an individual artist, um, is there anything that you know now um, that would have caused you to do something a little bit differently um, when you started or like, do you really just trust the plan you've been on? Like, yeah. Um, Absolutely. I, all the time, there are things I wish I did differently, and, you know, not, I don't, I don't regret anything, but I, one, one of the things was I lived in a lot of self-doubt. Uh, I just was afraid to put myself out there early on when songwriting, like I wouldn't show my songs to a lot of people and I wouldn't, you know, play open mics or gig around town very much when I was in Texas, because I think I needed, I felt like I needed to polish up first. Yeah. And, it wasn't until I started to release songs that I was like, oh, I think I know how to get better now. And like, I'm getting feedback and like, what do people like? What do I like about what they like? Um, and so I just wish I would have taken risks sooner. You know, I wish I would have yeah. put out music as a freshman in college, as opposed to a senior. I wish I would have like, because yeah. TikTok wasn't a thing or anything <laughs> like that. But TikTok, like, man. Geez, that's a whole other conversation. It really but, is. Yeah. There's no limits to how, how many times you could be on the podcast. So maybe we'll come back and talk about your TikTok career after that too. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning. Uh, but yeah, that only that. I wish I would have started sooner. Not as been afraid of what my perception is. You know, if people think what I'm doing is stupid, maybe they'll like the next thing I do. And it's not, it yeah. says nothing about me as a person. It's just like, you don't like this song or, or, or even all of our songs. That's fine. It says nothing about me as a person. That's and, good. Yeah. Uh, so I just wish I would have taken more risks and I'm learning to do that even now still just try. And if, if it sucks, it sucks, but you're learning and growing. So. Absolutely. That's no, that's awesome. I love the, that perspective. And I think it's something that everybody can, uh, can and should take a little bit from, um, cause especially in the day of age of social media and all this stuff, like, you're or whether it's like me as a content creator or like a graphic designer or you as a musician like there's a there's an art to finding the balance between like caring about what people think 
even though we make money and like make a living based upon what people think like you yeah. you can't like you can't let it get you down like you, but you have to use it as motivation so like you have to use it but you you can't just ignore it but you can't let it just like right can't drill it into your head especially when it's negative you know what i mean right it's it's a tricky balance i and i feel like some days i'm better at it than others oh yeah no there's days like a couple days ago i was just like not about it and i sat down at the end of the day and i was just like dude what are you doing it's just like it's not that bad it's okay like it, it's one it's one day you'll bounce back it's gonna be fine yeah but absolutely i know uh, off your off your feathers you know exactly and it's like do the next thing <laughs> exactly um well um as we wrap up it, i y'all been releasing a lot of I mean, great stuff lately. Is there anything that you really want to plug? Um, don't know yeah, if we have any listeners in Jackson, Mississippi, but if we do, um, go check them yeah. out. Yeah, for sure. Come see us uh, May 28th. Um, yeah, dude, just listen to the new songs. If you, if you haven't heard them, uh, we released a single called The Way It Used to Feel with a music video. And then a song right after that called All About You. Uh, All About You is a banger. Like the other one's really good, but this one is really good like all about you is a banger it's so thank you um yeah yeah i just love those songs we have we have a few more coming out over the next couple months and uh yeah just stay tuned that we're really excited about the the new stuff feels the most impressive we've done so far as well as just maybe the best uh like production best writing we've we've done so far so no, I can, I can definitely see the growth and like, I'm just like super pumped that we've randomly, uh, uh, found a friendship and, um, with myself and the band and, uh, yeah. just through a random, uh, I've told you this before, uh, through a random band community, uh, band community playlist on Apple music. That's where I found y'all and had no idea it turned into a really, really good friendship after that. Um, so, so just, cool. yeah, thank you so much for, uh, taking some time out of your day, out of your busy schedule um and yeah now i'm excited to see what y'all come up with next yeah dude thank you so much cooper it's been great hanging with you thank you so much for listening today and i hope this episode with will gave those of you that are going through some uncertain times some reassurance that the lord has you every step of the way have a great rest of your week and thanks for checking back in see you next time